What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing. With myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, fellas. Oh, I haven't seen you guys since last year. It's been a It's long been a while. Time. You look different. Very yeah. different. You look more mature. No. You, you look like a boat builder. You <laughs> yeah, fit the mold perfectly. Captain? I try. I try. <laughs> Captain. I'm getting ready to shave my beard, though. I got to finish this boat so I can shave because this thing's driving me crazy. Really? Where do you go with like a number uh, four on that? Well, when I say shave, I mean it'll still Clip. be long. But what I don't like is now that you have to wear a mask oh. everywhere, you put the mask on, and then I get this permanent line in the bottom of the beard from the mask. It's like my breath inside the mask like slicks down the part that's covered by the mask, and then everything else in the bottom just flips out like, I don't know, <laughs> David Hasselhoff's <laughs> flowing locks or something. Gross. Running down the beach. Yeah. Gross. Oh, wait, you know what? Let's start this off, because this episode is, again, sponsored by the fine folks at Bits and Bits. Now, Bits and Bits takes the great quality of my favorite Whiteside router and CNC bits, which are made right here in the U.S. of A., and applies their very own special Astra coating to make them even better. Now, this special sauce, Astra coating, allows for higher speeds and feed rates and extends the life of the bit up to three times. Mm. Now, not only do does Bits and Bits make white side bits even better, and I have to confess, I didn't even know this, they also make their own CNC bits. Did you guys know what? this? What? No, didn't. I didn't know this. What's a yep. CNC again? <laughs> uh, I think there's a neutral... I, I don't know. Com- I don't know what that stands Com- for, and I love a good acronym, but I have no idea what that means. Co- computer oh. numeral controlled. Numeric controlled? Numeric. Yeah, yeah, they are. All right. So a robot. Robot. I got it. So anyway, they make those in the... I thought it stood for cannot cut. Because <laughs> you, you Without use tear it, out. You use it when you cannot cut something, so... Oh. oh. Look hmm. at you. Always the creative one. So... Go check out all their offerings at bitsbits.com, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Now, Bits and Bits has every bit you need from one quarter inch shank chamfers to half inch shank compression flush cut bits. And let me tell you something. I recently used that honking seven eighths of an inch flush cut bit, and I was pretty close to a trouser change just taking it out of the package. (laughs) I mean, it is a beast. All these swirls and up cuts and down cuts and blades. Yeah, it's a little dangerous. So if you go to bitsbits.com and use the coupon code MORSELS15, M-O-R-S-E-L-S-15, you can save 15% on your next order. So thank you, Bits and Bits. Yeah. I just want to say, be really careful. Go to bitsbits.com. Don't go to bitstits.com. (laughs) <laughs> you will not like what you find. So just make sure you enter it in right. Yeah, you definitely won't get there if you're at work. No. That's a that's, that's, a, that's gonna be NSFW blocked. site. Yes. That's right. I wanted to add though, the Morsels 15 is only uh on the bits. 
So they're also a Festool dealer now. Uh, so if you're wanting to buy some Festool from them, our coupon code sadly does not apply to Festool because Festool requires Bitcoin now. And if <laughs> you don't have Bitcoin, you're just a poor sap mm. like the rest of us. No, you just, just got to pay full price for Festool like everyone else. That's right. Yeah, everyone does. I remember Jason, the most yeah. the most pissed off I ever made my followers was on April 1st when I posted that they could use a <laughs> fake promo code to get 50% off Festool stuff. 50% off? You said 50? <laughs> yeah, oh, and yeah. people got so mad. <laughs> it's because you're so believable, Jason. They were like, it how could April it not 1st. be true? Yeah, I mean. That's amazing, though. You said 50? Yeah. <laughs> you should, I've this got year people be... screenshotting me their shopping cart like, this is this coupon code's not working. What's wrong? <laughs> people are so gullible. Uh, I guess so. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, 50% off. How's 2021 treating you guys? It has been the best year Ever. Mm, it's been a good year so far. <laughs> One day. It's been no good. Complaints. Hey, yeah, no, it's been good. Let's start the new year off right, okay? And let's take a moment to welcome our new patrons. Yeah. Yeah. These right. are these are people that are wanting to start their year off right, obviously. Because they did the smartest thing any person can do, and that was sign up for our Patreon. Which can be done at patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast. And here are our yes. new patrons. We've got Connor Wales. Uh, no, inst- there's no Instagram for any of these. So you're just going to, if you want to stalk these people, just Google search them or something. Connor Wales. We got Aaron Easton. Ooh, another Aaron Sherell. Is that right? Sherell? Sounded oh, out. Cheryl. Aaron Sherrill. Aaron Sherrill. I'll go with Sherelle. I think Sherelle sounds wow. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then we got John Caldwell. That sounds like a fancy name. I bet he's English. And then... <laughs> no H. We've got a new top tier patron. And that would whoop, be whoop, whoop. Michael Olson at m.j.olson2181. That will be the year he dies. <laughs> I don't know what oh, that means. Grabbing that, but that's where you can find them. And then, of that's, course, we have yeah, some returning top tier patrons. But you know the deal. You'll hear about them later on. So, thanks to all those patrons right. for joining us. For a, thanks, patrons. For Thank new, you very for much. A new year, twenty twenty one. All right. Which, when you say that out loud, I hate the fact that, like, you say twenty twenty one. It's like. 2020 W-O-N. 2021. <laughs> uh, that sucks. It definitely won. We all yeah, lost. Yeah, it did won. We lost that one. Yeah. What's crazy to me is to think about the fire. fact that people can, it can be born in 2000 and drink. Oh my gosh. I graduated high school in 2000. Really? Jeez. Yeah. Now I feel even older. <laughs> yeah, how old are well, you? I mean, KJ graduated in 1982. Wait, how old well, are you, from, Nick? From kindergarten. Uh, I'm oh. 40, 30. 45, 45. You're 45? Yeah. Nick, you're what, 38? 
Yeah. No way. Yeah, I'm 38. <gasps> For real? Yeah. Wild. I'll be 39 in March. That's crazy. I didn't know you were that old. <laughs> what? Do you think I was younger? Yeah, well, I, did. I didn't think you were older. <laughs> well, I'm guessing right. I, I was basing I it on your I was basing it on your out. woodworking skills. Most people have advanced farther by that age. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just started last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize I was the youngest one on here. I guess I'm sorry. Yeah, what do you? What I mean, are you, the youngest 29? one always builds boats. I didn't graduate high school till 2006. Wow! Shut. I was up. out of college. That's crazy. Wow. Wow, so you're like I'm going to start treating you guys with more respect. You're my elders. Yeah, I'm 30. Right. That's right. 33. Yeah, you'll be taking care of us pretty soon. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, dad, grandpa, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, son, what have you been working on, uh, Nick? I, I see uh, you sent us a little picture of this uh, table that you had to perform some surgery on to get a nice underbevel. How was that experience? Yeah, man. Uh, everything leading up to the under bevel was amazing. Like I did uh, angled bridle joints, which is something I'd never done before. I actually never even cut a bridle joint because I never had to. Because as soon as I got to, into woodworking, I bought a domino for the reason of never needing <laughs> or never no. wanting <laughs> to, to cut a bridle joint. Right. <laughs> right. But I wanted to incorporate bridle joints on this uh, coffee table. And, uh, I mean, let's see, back last, uh, was it Saturday, I think? I went and picked up 50 board foot of, no, it wasn't Saturday. It was just this past Monday, right? I, anyways, I, don't I can't help you. I don't know what day it, it is today. So. I don't even, right. What the memory's is the it? first thing to go, Gramps. <laughs> That's right. I'm getting up there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's irrelevant anyways i went and picked up 50 board foot of quarter sawn wide oak mm. and it's it's gorgeous like mm. uh four quarter so not not super thick but i didn't want this coffee t table to be like a bohemoth or anything i, I want it to be kind of more thin and uh delicate looking because it's going in my folks house and they originally wanted walnut but I was sitting at their house on Christmas Eve and I was looking around and they have built-ins on both sides of their living room that's all white oak. Mm. And I was like, if I put walnut right in the middle, it's going to look out of place. So I, I don't said, think hey, walnut can ever look out of place. That's just my well, personal opinion. Well, maybe not like out of place like it doesn't belong, but I think white oak would have flowed more mm. in the room. Because even even their floors is white oak, oh, a hardwood flooring. So I don't know. I mean, walnut wouldn't have looked bad by any no. means. Yeah, but white oak's I nice like, though. I like white oak. How yeah. are you going to finish yeah. it? Black. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh god! Yeah, make it look it's like funny. walnut. <laughs> yeah, every post I've I've put up on Instagram this week has been like, so you're you're painting that black, right? Or you're dyeing that black? I was like, no, actually, I'm not. Uh, it's ready for Rubio Pure tomorrow. Oh, pure. Mm. Yeah, so it's going to be pure, nice, clean, white oak. But oh. it's quarter sawn, and it's it's Yuck. some of the the most pretty white oak that I've I've ever worked with. I mean, I haven't worked with a whole lot of I'm white not a oak. Fan most of, of it's I'm not a fan of quarter sawn. 
I just really? don't like the fleck. I don't like fleck. I like quarter yeah, saw on the look. If you, I always try to find the straight grain. I like all that fleck, like yeah. arts and crafts furniture. That's yeah, it's not. Oh, rift, absolutely. But yeah, you can get some quarter saw without all the figure. Yeah. Um, but normally, but that's it's the figure that I don't like. If I find a really yeah. nice piece of like figured wood, I always like just throw it in the burn pile. <laughs> <laughs> you and Ann. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to work with though. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. know. I've never worked with it. I just throw it away. Right. <laughs> well, it tears out and it's it, it's hard to cut and sand and all that crap. It looks like I a tree it vomited on applications. itself. <laughs> what is this? Just me. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Fair enough. So I want to ask well, about does this the... Have I'll... fleck in it or is it pretty uh, clear? It's all clear. It, oh, it, oh, beautiful. There's like yeah. N- yeah. none. Yeah, it's it's super straight grain. Uh, there's like one. There was one board that I liked that was had a little bit of a wave in it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's so straight. Mm. It's Perfect. it looks great. So that's okay then. And at least it's yeah, white cool. oak. Right. Glad to, glad to hear you're not <laughs> building anything out of stuff. red oak anymore. Well, if it was red oak, I'd be dying black. it black. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask yeah. about the the height of the the table because it seemed really tall. Yeah. You said it was eighteen inches. Yeah, eighteen inches. That seems so well, high for a coffee table. That's <laughs> all, I'm pretty much all of the coffee tables I've ever built have been right at sixteen to eighteen. Really? And I always I go mean, like twelve to fourteen. Twelve. It seems really low. Oh, well, twelve is like I've... on the lower side, but I like the coffee table to sit a few inches below the couch. Oh. Well, yeah, I measured off on my parents' couch, which is at 19 inches. Oh, okay. So that's So fine. I put it an inch I guess below. it all yeah. depends on the couch. Yeah, well, I mean, they say you're supposed to put it like, what, an inch to two inch maximum below what the couch is sitting at. Otherwise, you're like towering above it or really underneath it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. my right. parents just got all, all new furniture for their living room, which is why they wanted me to make this coffee table. And I measured off of that couch, so... 18 is where it landed. Yeah, Google huh? says 16 cool. to 18 inches is the standard height. Oh, there you go. Standard. Should be All no right. lower than one to two inches from the seat of your couch. Man. Yeah, I don't agree with You're that, right but that's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you you could look at, at designs from like even um, uh, Chris Salamone, who does like super low low coffee tables yeah well low coffee he, tables are kind of like in right now maybe it's a trendy thing i don't know but i like them a little bit lower than one to two inches below the coffee table i don't know that's just me uh, i like them like yeah. three mm. like three inches lower yeah mm. yeah i don't know i like i like when i reach over to grab something i want to like reach straight out and grab it not like down does that make sense yeah yeah I guess. Especially if you're like on a deep couch. Well, when I would stretch my legs out when I'm lounging, I like them to go like almost straight across the coffee table. I don't want them to have a drop down. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, maybe it's also because I always take a pillow off the couch and set it on the coffee table and then put my feet on it. Oh. That could be three to four inches then. It's more comfortable propping it up. Yep. There you go. Whoop. We'll put a poll up on our podcast page. You let us know what height you think it should <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, what height you... And you're not putting a shelf on the bottom, are you? No, no shelf. See, and that's probably no. another reason it looks taller than it really is. 
Right. Plus, I, I every photo that I've taken of it has been on my assembly table, which is what like thirty inches up. So it's it looks higher because I'm shooting it from a lower angle. Okay. Yeah. So if I were to actually put it down on the ground, it wouldn't look as tall as it is. So how did you end up finally doing that under bevel? Did you do it on the table saw like oh, we man. talked about? Yeah. So I I just went for it. I was like, you know, there's there's no better way to die than to <laughs> die on the table saw right here on New Year's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a really simple jig. I just made a, uh, a another really high auxiliary fence. I, I think it was about... Uh, probably like 28 inches tall and it was just a piece of ply that's probably 28 inches tall by maybe like 30 to 35 inches long and I, I made like a saddle auxiliary fence so it just saddled right over my already auxiliary fence so like a, a double auxiliary fence but it's a really tall fence that I basically used uh, to cut it as if it was a raised panel and did you clamp it to the fence no okay i did not i i initially thought that i would and that i would use the fence as like a jig to run the entire thing over my fence are you following does that make sense that makes sense but (laughs) (laughs) oh man but that would have to be a really long jig because Mm -hmm. my table is 45 inches long Yeah, it, when I was cutting the long bevel. So I didn't want to have to make a huge jig like that. Plus I didn't have any, any like scrap plywood sitting around that was going to work for that. So I was just like, you know, I'm just going to do it like the old timers do and just set up this fence. I'm going to hold it up straight. I'm going to put a, uh, w- one of those, uh, feather boards, so one of those double feather boards that you would typically use like on a, on a bandsaw. So it's mm-hmm. a dual. So it's tall and it's going to hold it up to that fence and I'm just going to push it through. And that's what I ended up doing. But the idiot that I am, I thought, you know, I'm going to do this in one pass. Mm. So I start cutting the first one and I made it like maybe an inch into the board. <laughs> And I had tripped my circuit breaker oh, on the saw. And I'm like... Was it uh, binding on the blade or what? Well, that's not going to work. Well, and my saw is just not powerful enough. It's it's like... A, oh. I, I mean, most yeah. saws are, are horsepower. I think mine are mice-powered. So <laughs> the gerbil was just... He was worn out and couldn't push through. The to white cut. oak, I mean, Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, that white oak is dense. And I had the, the blade fully extended so i've got a you know a 10 inch full curve blade all the way up at 10 degrees and i'm pushing i'm not really pushing hard but i just got like you know an inch into it and it was like nah bro we're not doing this <laughs> and i was like ah crap and it was funny was because that the circuit that my uh, i run my table saw on is the same circuit that my downstairs living room is on and my kids were watching some random movie downstairs and my daughter comes out in the shop and is like, the TV just turned off. 
And I was like, <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. Hold on. So I went and, you know, flipped the circuit breaker back on. And then I was like, okay, let me set you back up with what whatever movie you're watching. And then I go back out there and I'm. it didn't occur to me that I needed to lower the blade a lot. So I lowered it halfway. Mm-hmm. And I got about another inch into that cut. And I tripped the breaker again. Oh man! Oh, so you lowered. So you just lowered the blade instead of just backing off of your yeah cut. Cut. Yeah. No. No. I I just lowered the blade because I didn't want to 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 move where I was set up. Okay. So I just lowered the blade because uh, anytime I've cut hard with with my saw, if I'm cutting like a full through cut, sometimes if I'm pushing too fast, I'll just I'll trip the breaker because it it just can't handle it. So I've I've learned that if if I just cut like half as much and not do a through cut, I can make it through some harder woods and then I can do a full cut. Kind of same thing what you do with like a you know, the track saw the TS fifty five where you don't want to go full full bore yeah. on an eight quarter, hmm. you know, piece of wood. So I, I was doing the same thing. So I lowered it. I, I just I was like halfway should be fine, right? Sure. I tripped the breaker again. My daughter comes out, TV turned off again. I was like, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Let me let me fix you back up so I can get them going again. And then I lowered it all the way to like just nothing to where it was just barely up. And then I made um one full pass and then I would just crank it up two full turns on the um the raising lever. I don't I don't know what to call that thing. Whatever, hand, you know. The height adjustment the handle, wheel. The hand crank. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So I just raised it up two two full cranks, and I literally made like fifteen passes oh my for God. each so you bevel. Just, you just finished before we started recording. I ju- I just now finished. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I started no. this morning about nine a.m. I just finished, and the burn marks were crazy. Ooh, <laughs> can only imagine. But it it really wasn't that. It wasn't terrible. I mean, I expected burn marks because you know it's just going to take me harder to to push through this thing, but. Uh, sanding them out didn't take as long. I mean, it was it's pretty nice. You know, I've got the. I mean, as much as Jason loves to hear me talk about the Merca, I've got the the Duros. Oh boy, it just it, Here it, we it go. took care of the burn marks no problem. Mm. I mean, it was mm. so fast, faster than I've ever dealt with. You know, dealing with burn marks, but yeah, I, probably fifteen to twenty passes on each each side. I started with ingrained first, so I did the the short side of the the top first and then went to the long ones. But after the first bevel went through, I was like, this is going to work. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah, once you get it's one gonna, side down, then it was yeah. only, what, eight hours to finish the other three? Yeah, then right. it was literally like, I, I think I broke a sweat and was like probably 45 minutes after I started, I was done. I was like, holy crap, this took forever. But it was worth it because... It chopped off more than enough of what I wanted for it, you know, to accomplish what I was looking for, which mm-hmm. is that more mid-century modern look of, you know, a thin top, but it not yeah. being so thin. Cool. And it, it it really helped the the overall design because before it it was just a you know a four quarter piece of woods you know on a base. Now it actually looks like something that someone took some time to you know design around. So I'm super happy with it. I mean, it turned out great, and you know, like I said, I'll put Rubio on it tomorrow, and it'll be done. But it's, you know, just in time for my 
my folks to be out of town for the next couple of weeks, so they won't need it. So what was the um, timing and what was the angle that you put on that thing? Uh, I went with a ten degree bevel. Okay, and I went with a full. I mean, it cut a full three inches into the top, so it left just about a, a quarter of an inch edge. Okay, all the way around. And I, I, I didn't quite make it super precise all the way around because, I mean, just I didn't have everything going for me because I, I guess you really need to have like the most dead flat panel to get those perfect under bevel lines to, to match up on the corners. Mm. So on two of the corners, they matched up and then the opposite corners, they were just off by about like an eighth inch. So it didn't quite come right at the corner. Why couldn't so I just you rounded just them over? Done it with your track saw at ten degrees. Yeah. Like if how, you how edge? could you do uh, that? If you clamp yeah. If you clamp your table on edge like against mm-hmm. your work surface, so it's perfectly flat with your work surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't you just cut that with the track saw? But that only goes like two and a quarter inches deep, right? The TS-55, you wouldn't be able to... Yeah, the 55 to, uh, doesn't... Uh, yeah, I, I went a full three inches deep. Okay. But how would... I, yeah, I mean, I get what he's saying, but... Maybe yeah. that wouldn't work. I don't know. I don't it would know. work, I think, for a smaller bevel, like if you didn't have to go that deep. Right, yeah. Um, And at, at a sharper, a steeper angle. Um, But... Now that I think about it, does the it the be- tilts no, the, the wrong it way? It, it tilts the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, tilts yeah. the opposite. Yeah, I was way. thinking, how are you going to run it? Yeah, that's true. All right, I was just trying to think mm. if there was an easier way, but maybe not. I know. Hand plane, a shape, right? Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people online that were doing just hand planes. Um, I think Spagnolo had a video that he just hit it with a a, a belt sander. Yeah, and then cleaned it up with a like a low I angle. I thought check. it was I thought it was Mark, but I don't think it was now. But it was somebody else. They made a jig and did it with a router, kind of like um, it was like a mini router sled, but at an angle, mm-hmm. yeah. across the thing, and just did the whole yeah, thing I that came, way. I came across that too, but I mean, I'd still be doing it if I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as it took me to do it on the table saw with so many passes, I'd still be doing it with the router. Yeah, yeah. No, sometimes the best thing to do is just get all that material off as quick as you can and then just clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I ended up doing. As long as you don't kill yourself in the process, which you didn't. You got all your fingers, so you're good. I do. Yeah, I'm I'm set. Nice. I I was actually, so I'm making a YouTube video out of this thing, and my first bevel cut I did not film. Oh, I, I wouldn't know. No, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I was. I was just like, but in, it, actually, I don't those even are want sometimes this on tape. the best ones to film because if something crazy happens, like if you did cut off your fingers, that's like, oh god, well, that's gold. Yeah, you want you want that on film. <laughs> I mean, look at J. Katz Moses. He just cut off right? a part of his thumb and he turned well, it into a YouTube true. video. That's true. That's true. So, but I was scared to death, so I did. I didn't press record. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. You'll see on the video that in the very first scene where I'm cutting these, you'll see all the burn marks on the top side where I already cut one bevel. Mm. <laughs> but I'll explain that. <laughs> What's new 
what's new in um in KJ's world? Do you have um family over I, for Christmas? Do you have your um no, buddy? No, we went uh, over Alex? to my sister's. Oh, what's your sister's name? <laughs> Lynn. Lynn and her husband's Alex Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe a distant John- cousin. Johnson works. No, I was mistaken. <laughs> sorry. You had a good Christmas though. Um, yeah. So I mean, we haven't seen my mother in a year. She lives in New Hampshire. So you know, we drove up to pick her up in Hartford, which is like two and a half hours, and we all got tested, got our saliva test before, but we had didn't have the results back yet. This was New Year's Eve. Or, sorry, Christmas Eve. So we're all masked up in the car, and as we're driving back halfway through the ride, all three of us got our results that we were all negative. So then we were able to enjoy the holiday with my sister and niece and nephew and brother-in-law. So it was good. Nice. Wait, negative for what? Uh, for what? Yeah, herpes. Right. <laughs> yes, syphilis. Oh man, yes my my mother's very prone to syphilis outbreaks <laughs> at her age. <laughs> Uh, uh, but other than that, you know, I don't really know. I I finished up uh, what I that was two weeks ago. Today I posted a YouTube video on these uh, on that monitor stand that I made a year ago. Actually, uh, I watched it. Edit it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. nice big mistake uh, confession in that one. And I liked it. So Mon- Monday. Like a buddy of mine will ask for, oh, ask for the worst thing possible. He's like, hey, can you make me a cutting board and a knife block? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I mean, can't say no to your best friend. So I'm knife kind of in the middle the of that. Worst. Just magnetic. So it's really just a chunk of walnut with magnets oh, embedded in it. Okay. Um, and then Monday I'm starting this walnut uh, console table. It's very narrow. It's only like 10 hey, inches wide. Hey, wait a second. Hold the phone. All right, sir. Because I totally forgot that we need to congratulate Keith here because he just had a YouTube milestone. You hit 100K, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. You You did it. Yep. You were thinking that I talked to you at one point and you're like, I'm not hitting it by the end of the year. You did it with, with what, a thousand to spare? Like three days to spare. 101 now. Yeah, I have 101. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I've posted wow. two videos in the last two weeks, and my subscriber count has slowed dramatically after posting two videos. So maybe <laughs> I just won't post. Yeah. All my other videos uh. continue to beat the ones that have been posted. I don't know. But That's yes, uh, I, I'm waiting for that silver play button. But oh, Nice. So now it's time. Uh, we're going to be posting a lot more now. So it's exciting. Well, I'm sure that you'll be at three times that much by this time next year, if not more. Now, I've set my sights a little lower than your one million subscriber goal, <laughs> which well, is that's not, completely, it's completely not possible, happen. by the way. No. You just I don't, got 400,000 in less, in less than a year. I know, but I would yeah. have to do better than that in this next year to We'd need it. another pandemic so that yeah. everyone's home again. No. I'm on it. I like to yeah. just throw out an unattainable <laughs> number so I have something <laughs> to set my sights on, but I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be happy if I can hit like 600. If you can hit 900. No, you'll be yeah. hit that, you'll hit that easy. I yeah. I bet you're at 600 by March. I don't know. We'll find out. That's the thing about YouTube is you can make all the goals and plans you want, but you really don't have yeah, that much no control. control over it. I know. Yeah. 
Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> how'd your um how'd your last video go, Nick? It, um, not as well as I thought. Yeah, probably should have hired someone else to voice <laughs> I, it over. I probably should have. <laughs> Yeah, I should have, you know, looked a little bit deeper into the Maya Rolodex. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. For those of you, you that don't know, little... Nick did a um, he did a little v- video on a mug storage rack, and he sent it to me to voiceover. But I had no clue. I'd never watched the video before, so I really didn't right. know anything about it, and voiced it over for him blind, just one take, watching it and voicing it over. And <laughs> it was yep. fun. It was fun. I loved it. Good. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was perfect. <laughs> what I were mean, the uh, comments like? What were the comments oh, like? Oh, comments were great. See, that's that's what's crazy to me is everyone seemed to love it, and I got just as many comments as all my other videos that do well, but the views just aren't there. I, I don't I don't know. Everyone loves it, hmm. but that's always frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I'm over it. Yeah, YouTube is just really fickle. What's What's crazy though is now, uh, YouTube seems to be pushing my LED install video, which mm. is nothing special. So, the views on that are coming in pretty hot. I'm totally grateful for that. But yeah. it's that's so weird. You know, you you uh you put out something that you think is pretty hilarious, and it just doesn't land. Like YouTube doesn't think it's funny. Yeah. Well, I guess that. Well, I mean, it's else. about keywords and everything else. I mean, they don't know there's humor in it. Um, right. Yeah. So. But I guess they would. I would. I would think it would be more like Instagram, where there's so much more engagement on it. Mm-hmm. In in how fast the engagement comes in, that it would be like, oh, people are you know commenting on it. They're hitting the like button, whatever. And yeah. It, it, I would think that it would do better than. My other videos that seem to be like those slow burners on on YouTube, where like you know after six months now people are watching it, but eh, it, it's just one of the things. Like I've I've just uh, removed myself from analytics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that 2021 is going to be one of those years for me where I just put out what I want to put out and I just don't care anymore. Yeah. Mm. I, I think I just need to stop. I feel like caring sometimes about that's the most. That's when people find the most success, though. So yeah, I mean, I, like, I've heard you know, a lot of people say, you know, if I when I just quit worrying about whether or not these have views and stuff like that, and just put out what you want, and I think more people not only find themselves in what they're doing because they're not worried about, you know, am I making this next hot video or something like that, but mm-hmm. then you land into like this lane of this is this is what I want to start making kind of thing. Because uh, I was thinking this coffee table video, I don't. I don't think that the video is necessarily going to be like learn how to make this because I don't really want to teach anybody how to make this because it's <laughs> it's re- it's really simple. Well, for but you, I, but maybe not for a beginner who's you well, know, making me, using two by fours and doesn't know how to cut a bridle. I mean, a bridle joint is not many people. True. Cut those I never mean, mind an true. angle that's bridle joint. Right, right. But I I think along the lines of not teaching i kind of want to just tell the story of you know making this thing just make it mm-hmm. a story versus an yeah. instruction mm-hmm. so I, I don't know all that to say i i kind of just want to remove myself from worrying about is this going to be the next big hit kind of thing yeah so well 
I think you're going to have a great year. <laughs> well, I've well, already it's... broke your uh, 2,900, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> See? Congrats, I'm to, well on my congrats way. to you as well, then, Nick. <laughs> so, See KJ. Uh, yes, sir. Do you have, I mean, like looking at this next year, do you kind of have your year somewhat planned out of like what you want to do in the year as far as videos and builds? Or do you have just like the next few months and then you're going to figure it out? Yeah, the next few months I have builds, but also, you know, I don't know when that's like personal stuff. Like, and I, well, the couple client builds in there, but you know, I don't have client builds lined up for months and months because I haven't solicited. I haven't even tried, you know, I'm not putting my name out there just yet to, to, uh, take that on. And it's because I'm still, I literally was at the bank on Friday setting up my bank business bank accounts. You know, I have my business LLC, everything's registered and all that, but setting up the business bank. Like, so just organizing my whole business and setting it up for how that's going to be when I invoice sponsors and everything like that has to be through my business. So that's pretty much just kind of set up now. So, you know, I'm not ready (laughs) to take on like a bunch of client work right now. I'd really like to, because I have a lot of cool projects around the house I can do that I think will make good videos, yeah. like instructional videos and good content. So while I can do that, like that's kind of what I want to do. And yeah, hey, if listen, if client work comes in, I'm gonna, you know, it's a good project. I'm gonna take it. You know, I had a huge inquiry the other day about built-ins and uh, hall closets and a fireplace surround and all this stuff. And you know, they they're gonna have all the drawings done already by an architect. I was like, oh, perfect. I don't have to do any of that. Just give me the drawings <laughs> and I'll build it. Um, but you know, that's something. I don't know. I mean, that's a huge product for you know. I just don't have the space for that. Like, you have a huge shop. You know, I have a little two-car garage and not much room. To uh, to store all these pieces when you're building them, you know these. I don't have a huge shop. I have a I have a big boat garage. A marina. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't feel very big right now. It's been hard because I've been working on the boat, and then I've been trying to do like a boat video, and then a different video, and then a boat video, and a different video. So it's just not all boat videos back to back. But it's been hard doing the other videos because I literally just don't have any room to do anything. So I don't know if it's uh, been yeah. noticeable in the videos, but I'm just like crammed into one corner of my shop trying to work on one table, which has kind of been a pain. And it's hard to film because I can't get the camera back far enough. Sometimes half the time the tripod's yep. like in the boat. So <laughs> I'll be ready yeah, this, to get uh, rid of that thing. That built-in closet that I finished, I haven't put the, the video out yet because I'm still waiting for the door drawer pulls to come in and install those to do the final shots and everything. Mm. But... That whole thing, it's like impossible to film in the closet. I mean, it's a door in a little teeny, it was a phone booth, basically. So the yeah, lighting is horrible. Right. Uh, it Yeah, it was really tough. Uh, I just yeah. didn't have the right setup. But I think, uh, you know, it'll glean, gleam, glean enough content out of it. You'll be able to see it. Yeah, it'll look I feel totally like projects like, VHS. like that do really well. So I was worried about that with the built-in um, shoe storage bench I did because it was really oh, God, hard to film. Because it was in this really narrow it. room, and yeah, that video is yep. done amazing. So, Shoot. the thing with the iPhone though, with that two X, like it's not the fi- it's not a fisheye lens, but it just zooms out two X. Yeah, so, it so wide. In, oh, it makes a huge difference. That saved me on a lot of stuff. Like yeah, you just for couldn't sure. do a regular hundred percent view because you couldn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we'll you, see. you guys in your iPhones. 
Can you believe it? No. <laughs> hey, big news on the iPhone front, okay? I think I talked about this on the podcast, how I use this app InShot, right? Yeah, yeah. And yep. the, one, yeah, the one thing that I wish they had on there that they didn't was the ability Speeding to... Con- no. Well, they, yeah, that was my, that originally was like, I wish you could speed stuff up better. And they fixed it. They have that now. So now you can speed it up like 40 times or whatever. Um, oh. But the other thing is their fade out of like music and clips was horrible. It was like a one second fade out. So it just sounded terrible. So what I would oh, have yeah, to do is I'd way too chop up the end of a song or something into a bunch of little pieces. And then I'd slowly crank the volume down over like oh, you yeah. know, 10 oh, chops yeah, and yeah. it took forever. <laughs> But just a couple weeks ago, they updated it. And now you can fade out over like 10 or 12 seconds. So Solid. Nice. Now it's perfect. Now I, I don't need anything else. I'm going to be on my phone for the rest of my life. I literally <laughs> am so happy with that. I, don't, I just don't need anything hey, else. God bless you. I was oh, editing man. today and I was like, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, I was slicing and moving and slicing and moving and this and that. I was like, I, I don't know how you could do this on a phone and be productive, but you are. So God bless you. Yeah, I don't under, I don't understand how you do it. Well, <laughs> it's what Are I know. Using a mouse? Can you use a mouse with a phone? No, well, I mean, I, I do. I, I film everything on my phone, but then I think I mentioned I bought an iPad, so I send it over to the iPad on the cloud, and so I'm on a bigger screen at that point. Okay. Oh, you got more real estate to pinch. Yeah, so is yeah. is the Slide InShot and... app different on the iPad? No, than it is it's on exactly the, iPhone? the same. It's exactly the same. So, exactly but you the same. Oh, okay. All right. But everything's a little bit bigger, so it makes you know like dragging with your finger a lot easier. I could get a stylist, I'm sure, and make it even easier on myself. But yeah, a pencil. Yeah, but <laughs> why would I need a stylist? I don't even have very much hair. Right. <laughs> well, that's because it's stylus, not stylist. So oh. right, and that's probably why. Plus, it's t- it's still uh, COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what else do you have coming up after the after the boat, Jason? Well, or what do you have left with the boat? Dude, I'm so close to the boat. I was working on the floorboards this evening. I got the front floorboards done, which took me a while to figure out (laughs) because remember I was like, their plans are crappy and half the time I'm like, the plans say to do it a certain way and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, the plan said (laughs) to make the floorboards half inch um, and I had this ash that I'd already milled up that was three quarters of an inch and I was like, I'm just going to do three quarter of an inch It'll be thicker, you know, instead of wasting all that material in the planer. So I cut all my floorboards and they're each one's like everything in the boat. They're not straight. They're angled. They're tapered. So they start at five and three quarter inches and then they taper to four inches at the front and then kind of like line up. So I cut all those and made a quick little tapering jig on the table saw. I got them all in place. Well, the floorboards, they have to, you screw them down to the ribs and so they bend to like follow all the right. contour of the bottom of the boat. Uh, so I got them all in place. doesn't like to bend so much. And I could mm. not get that three-quarter inch ash <laughs> to bend. And I was like, oh, maybe that's why they want it to be it. half inch. Yeah, steam bend it. So I had to pull all of it out. I had already hooked it together with these little brace pieces to kind of like hook the whole floor section together. Um, and then I had to take all those off, planed them all down. I didn't go quite to half inch. I went to like... I don't know, just under five eighths. I couldn't bring myself to go all the way down to half inch, but then I got them in there and they bent. So apparently the plans, okay. the plans are right every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So I got the floorboards, and then the last thing I have to do is the knee locks at the front, which is basically just this brace piece with these kind of like shaped pieces of wood that stick out so you can stand with your knees. Like basically you stand in between the two pieces of wood, and you can kind of push your knees out and brace yourself when you're standing up in the boat, like if you're Mm -hmm. fishing at the front of the boat. Yeah. Um, So I have those, and then that's it. The boat is constructed and then paint paint and finish paint and finish and oh my goodness the finishing is gotten so much easier so i went up to um i went up to portland yesterday because this guy that i i mentioned before dave he's got this wooden boat company up in portland and i actually ordered my boat trailer through him so i went up to get my trailer from him and i got to see a boat that he's working on which is a 16 footer it's basically identical to the boat i'm making so that was really nice to be able to see and see that hey i'm actually not too far off of what mine's supposed to be but i was talking to him about finishing <laughs> cuz my plan was to paint the outside panels just you know the the plywood on the outside everything else is going to be clear coated and i was going to varnish the rest of the entire thing which I was not looking forward to varnishing the entire inside because there's so many just Oof. corners and cracks and everything. But yeah. he said that Dip they, it. well, what he said is they don't <laughs> varnish the inside of their boats. He said they'll uh, varnish huh. just the trim on the outside that's going to always be in contact with the water. And then what they do is they oil the inside of their boats because it's way easier to maintain over the years. Uh, to just re-oil as you need it versus varnishing the whole thing. If you have to repair it, obviously you're going to have to sand and do all that and re-varnish. So they used teak oil on the inside of all their boats, and they've been doing it for years and years. And what he does is he loads up a spray bottle with teak oil, and he just sprays down the entire inside and then goes back with a rag and wipes up any excess Uh, or drips, which is going to cut the finishing time like by 80 <laughs> percent i mean yeah, yeah. it's gonna be so Gosh. much quicker so that's what i'm gonna do on mine is i'm gonna varnish the outside trim which isn't that much because you know there's gonna be a lot of paint on the outside so paint varnish the outside and then i'll just oil the inside and then all the seat components and everything come out so i can take those out and do those separately and then put them back mm-hmm. in once it's all done so nice so I'm getting there. So this whole next week, I'm going to try and finish up the last few things I have to build this weekend and then spend the entire week this next week. I got to epoxy the bottom. And then um, he says they like to put a few layers of epoxy on the outside plywood before they paint it just to thicken it up a little bit. Okay. So I'll do that and then paint and then finish. And it, that's it. it it's, it'll be done. Wait, did you ever say what color it was going to be? It's going to be, the color I'm going for is like those old um, Stanley thermoses, you know, that kind of like vintage green color. Yeah, like mint, yeah. Minty green? Yeah, not like. Kelp. Yeah, it's a little darker than a <laughs> mint green, but yeah. <laughs> That's so my that, new Patagonia jacket I got. The color was kelp. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> like kelp. algae. I like green. I've always been a fan of green. So it'll kind of be, yeah, a green and then accented with the akume and ash everywhere else. I can't see this. So, and then uh, the awesome. the launch, I got raked over the coals on my last boat video because at the end of the video, I said, you know, I'm almost done with this. Stick around for the final launch. And people Maiden were like, voyage. the final launch? 
You don't want this to be the <laughs> final launch. The, the first the and last. slash. <laughs> yeah. The, the Titanic. I mean, the, the first launch or the maiden voyage. Yeah, you don't want it to be the final launch. So they oh, are true. You know what? <laughs> I I heard a conspiracy theory earlier this week about the Titanic. Have you heard this one? That the Titanic actually was not the Titanic that sank. They swapped it with an older boat repainted it, renamed everything, changed all the nameplates on everything, and purposely sank it. Have you heard this yet? No. No. Did they check the serial yep. number? I don't I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if they have a VIN number on boats or not, but that's this this is the conspiracy theory that I heard earlier this week and I was I was like enthralled because based on what? Based on what what do you mean based like, on what? Like where are they cool. basing this off of? Like what makes them well, think this happened? So apparently they have photos of the Titanic getting painted over, um, which is the older boat getting the Titanic name painted on top of the older boat. Mm -hmm. And there's apparently pictures about how many portholes are on this boat. So was it like a massive insurance scam? Was that it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what it was, was they knew that this boat had reached its end of life kind of thing for for going uh transatlantic and they knew that it was bound to sink eventually so they went ahead and sank it and sank it for the insurance money and like apparently the 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 biggest like a smoking gun was like um oh man what's his name one of the really big like uh jg wentworth or, john j astor <laughs> John Jacob Astor, yeah. JP um, Leonardo Powell. DiCaprio. Yeah, H- him and his French girls wanted to. <laughs> no, I can't remember the name of the the guy who was like super super wealthy, who had a ticket for the Titanic, and then backed out, and like apparently like a couple like very rich and wealthy people were supposed to be on the Titanic and said, "Nah, we're we're good." And they didn't go, huh? Because apparently they were tipped off that it was going to sink. So I don't know. I mean, it is all just one of those things. I mean, conspiracy theories are crazy. I love them because it's just so far out there. I mean, it's it's like hmm. what really? But, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's interesting. I never, I haven't heard that one. That's that's pretty wild. Yeah, but the, 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 the was that biggest thing. Uh yeah, it was on the Onion and Bab- Babylon B. Yeah, yeah. I subscribed to their newsletter. Yeah. Dude, that's funny. Yeah, anyways, sorry. I want to believe. I always it. I always want to believe in that kind of stuff. I've been watching this show on Hulu called What on Earth, and the entire show is like people that have found weird things on like satellite imagery. Like whether it's Google oh. Earth or just like, you know, um, military satellites, they find these unexplainable pictures and then they have people like investigate into them and they have like, you know, okay. pictures of the Loch Ness Monster from space or like, you know, what people think is the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> but it's pretty interesting. Some of the right. stuff they find on this, like one of them was somebody was looking on Google Earth and they found like a murder in progress. Like it's this dock in the oh, middle what? of this lake and you can see this what? long like blood trail and then there's someone standing over like a body and it looks like they're cutting them up these are like real satellite images but then it's like is this really what you're seeing or is it just look that way i don't know it's kind of interesting show right right oh wow what's that called 
called What on Earth. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, it's on Hulu. So, anyways. Interesting. And this podcast is also sponsored by What on Earth. No, not really. (laughs) But I was actually, it's funny because it it started me thinking like, man, I wonder what I could see on like the satellites and stuff. And so I got on there and I kid you not, very clearly, I found a picture of um, Jeff Douglas. (laughs) (laughs) Plain as day. Uh, (laughs) Is he renewing his Patreon membership? Yeah, and he was on his computer listening to Shop Sounds, so. Oh, man. Pretty good. Oh, my God. Dude, that was was hook, line, and sinker for me. (laughs) Yep. Got me. Oh, I was actually, when I went up to get my boat trailer, I was talking to the, um, Dave at uh, Ray's River Dories, and he's like, hey, man, I've been listening to the podcast. And he was being completely serious. He's like, yeah, I've listened to the John Katz Moses episode like 10 times because I'll listen to it at <laughs> night when I'm in bed and I keep falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, must be good content then. That's yeah. real good. Puts you right to bed. Yeah. Yeah. We're natural <laughs> melatonin right here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, that's great. So, but you didn't say what's coming up next, Jason. What's on the docket for the spring? um, The docket. I got some. Yeah, oh, man. More Uh, aquatic terminology. More boat jokes. I have um, a few things on the docket after the boat's done. I'm going to kind of go your route, and one of my goals for 2021 is to finally finish our stupid house remodel that we started three and a half, four years ago. But mm-hmm. now that I'm doing content full-time, I think it's more likely to happen because I can actually do videos on those so I can focus on some of that stuff. So I got a built-in in the house I'm going to do, and I can't concentrate. Your cat's staring at me through the computer <laughs> screen right now. <laughs> no, sorry. It's like <laughs> swatting the camera. <laughs> trying to swat my beard right now. Oh, my gosh. I cats, man. That's why I normally have a background image on. Yeah, sorry, I'm doing... Um, house remodel built in for the Mm -hmm. house i'm gonna do my um we have an office space in our house that's kind of my wife's office but we ripped it all out when we did the remodel so she's kind of been without a office space for a while so i'm gonna do a video on doing her whole office which is gonna be a bunch of cabinetry and stuff like that i'm gonna lay pine flooring in our whole upstairs so i should be able to get a video out of that laying the flooring and then painting it so it'll be like painted flooring which is a really affordable flooring option by the way it's about the cheapest mm-hmm. you can do but we liked it a lot so i got that well and then um i should i should say you should probably look into using iodine yeah mm. i'm just gonna <laughs> coat it yeah. in iodine. <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> no i'm gonna use um keith's favorite paint on the floor his the sherwin oh, williams <laughs> emerald urethane he loves that stuff <laughs> yeah i still prefer I the iodine and then the very last thing I have on the docket is we have this old greenhouse on our property um, that's in between. You have a greenhouse? Yeah. It's Oregon. It's grief. Where else are you going to grow your weed? <laughs> right. No, I'm just Legal. joking. It's full of um, just a bunch of junk right now, but it's right in between our house and my shop. There's like the house and then our garden with raised beds and the greenhouse is kind of like right off the garden and then it's my shop. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to tear down the greenhouse and then on that footprint a little bit bigger than the greenhouse was i'm going to pour a slab and i'm going to build a little standalone office recording space for myself nice Nice. so that'll be 
a few videos because I can, you know, get quite a few out of there with all the different stages. And then after that, I have nothing planned. Huh. So. All right. Well, that should get me to at, at least July, I think. Okay. And then I don't know. Figure it out. Another boat. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, have, um, um, when I was... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I forgot. I do have nine pieces of furniture, uh, client pieces on my docket for this summer. <laughs> do you really? You took, uh, you took some Well, I took work? these, I took these like a year ago, seriously. Um, and they've just been on my list but they they're not going to need them until like august or september it's for there's this band called what's their name for king and country they're like a oh yeah 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 i think they're a christian band but they're in tennessee anyways they're one of the band members is building a new house and somehow i got roped into building a bunch of furniture for the house so i have these nine pieces for the house that have been on my list forever so we'll see if it actually happens this summer because it keeps getting pushed back, you know, with everything going on in the world. So, yeah. Well, yeah. But if that happens, that would honestly probably, I could probably milk the whole year out of that. So, yeah, really. <laughs> you can get a lot of content out of nine pieces. Uh, yeah. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, what's on your, what's up next for you, uh, Nick? I actually. On the horizon? What big projects does 2021 hold for Nick Keys? You know what you should do? You, do? you should what? do, because I haven't seen you do this with anybody. You should do a collab, a, a collab, a collaboration with somebody. Get somebody really I awesome just, like like Nick Leonard to <laughs> like build something cool with. <laughs> I could have him come over on his hoverboard yeah. and yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope. Yeah. Um. I just did a collab with somebody. They did my voiceover. Oh yeah, that's true. Can't remember who that was, but hmm. now what? Um, do you remember when I made those ladder shelves back a couple yes. years ago? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've uh, they asked me to make another set of those, so um, I think I'll be making those next. That'd be um, a good video. Yeah, I think it would be. I mean, it's really simple. Yeah, those kind uh, of not, projects do really well because those are like. Something that a lot of people have seen and I feel like would want to build for themselves. So, yeah. I, feel like that'd be a I mean, good it's idea. really, I mean, it's what, like four panels that are shelves and then make your ladders. That's it. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And hey, which I just you, made a you ladder. You just made a ladder, a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a, um, that was a, I really need a video this week quick because I had a sponsor spot I needed a video for. And so I went out on Sunday, built the whole ladder. Finished it Monday morning, edited the video Monday afternoon, <laughs> Monday night, and sent it off to get approved. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. That was a. Was Wait, so you needed. Did. How, how did this go down? You needed a video, so you made the ladder, or you needed the ladder and made it the video? I needed a video, so I made the ladder. To be completely honest, <laughs> and only Shop Sounds listeners will know this information. Um, I built that in the video. I'm like, I built this for my wife so she can store stuff up here. And I built it because I just needed to do a video. And my wife's like, I'm never going to use that. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm not going to climb up that ladder and carry heavy boxes and kill myself. So why do you have that upper shelf for then? Well, I built it thinking it'd be just. what's, What's it up there for? I just thought it'd be a good place to store stuff. 
but uh, just storage. There was just never any way to get up there. So I'll I'll probably end up using it with overflow stuff that's just sitting in my shop, honestly. Because okay. her studio is connected to my shop. If you go into my bathroom, then you can go through the bathroom and then it goes into her studio because it was kind of an add-on. It was just kind of weird. The only way you can get into her studio is through the bathroom. But um, hmm. so it's attached right to my shop space. So I'll probably end up storing stuff up there. Oh, well. Yeah. Now you have a ladder for it. Now I have a ladder. And I got a video out of it. So I was a little, I don't know. Whenever you just come up with some random thing, I always wonder like, is this video going to totally tank? The thing that worried me was <laughs> did I not. did the, well, I did the keyword search trying to find like what I should um, title that video, and it tells you like everything I looked. It tells you like the average views in that category, and I couldn't find a single thing to title that video where the average views were above like ten thousand views. There's just no that average up. <laughs> there's no like yeah. librarian ladder videos that do well at all on YouTube. So I ended up titling it "How to Make a Ladder" because that was the best I could find. Not like a librarian ladder. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it's been doing okay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not even in a library. <laughs> no, but that's what, I guess that's what you call those sliding ladders. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're normally in like those expensive house library. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them. Like in, they can get the books Harvard. to the top shelves, right? Yes, at the Yale mm, Library, my man. Let me get them. Yes. My Encyclopedia mm. Britannica is on the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have one. <laughs> I just yeah, know about it from Beauty and the Beast, own. but that's just me. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. I do have a. You gotta have a workbench build in your repertoire, so I have a uh, a workbench build coming up. Oh, good! Uh, it's not the ultimate. Um, it's not the. It's just gonna be my adequate workbench or something. Simple <laughs> is that sounding. the title? Are you gonna yeah, do plans for it? Sounding. Yeah, I am actually. Workbench plans but always do the best because everyone needs a workbench. Like MJ Prohorohoff, he needs a workbench. <laughs> he does. He was just saying the other day. Yeah, Pioneer that Home he needs Repair. Plans. He has no place to set um, his homes while he repairs them. <laughs> while, he, while he preps them. <laughs> while he's pioneering. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually taking a Harbor Freight tool cabinet, like a mobile tool cabinet that has all those nice drawers and everything, so I don't have to build any drawers. And I'm going to build it around that. Oh, that's so I got a good an MFT idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm having M an MFT top CNC'd, and then I have some 80-20 of that uh, aluminum extrusion that I'm going to wrap around that so you can... Put your MFT clamps, you know, on the sides yeah, or yeah, the top. Yeah. And then I'm using really low profile wheels that have a little knob on them that it will raise up it up just a little bit to make it mobile, but then it drops down so it's solid because I need it to be um, just below or even with my outfeed table. Like, because right now it's too, you know, normally it would be too high. So I got to kind of make it a little bit lower and to make it work but i th i think it could be no. universally uh, oh. used by people i don't know i mean there's so many workbench videos i mean it's, it's certainly not yeah, going to break any I uh, did records but i did something similar with my workbench i uh i made a tool tray and then i didn't know what attach it what to attach it to so i attached it to a harbor freight bench mm mm that sounds really genius wow yeah <laughs> 
Sounds exactly the same as Keith's well thought out engineered plan. <laughs> Damn it. My sales it just plummeted. My pre sale just plummeted. Dang it. <laughs> hey, that reminds Sabotage. me. I'm going to have to, and I could do a video on this too. I'm going to have to build a whole new outfeed table because oh, I'm yeah. getting oh, a new your table saw. Table saw. So. Yeah, and I need to do that what, too because my outfit table is pretty crappy. <laughs> five durable. Oh, five durable. That's right. Yeah. So, oh, and on that note, because I think we mentioned this too when I was saying I bought a new table saw. You guys, robot vacuum cleaner is the oh. best invention ever. This thing is awesome. Fact? I had my doubts, but it. I still have my doubts. It is keeping <laughs> my floor so clean. So it's actually pretty cool because it comes with. <laughs> It comes with the vacuum, and then it comes with this roll of, like, silver shiny tape. And yeah. somehow there's a sensor in the vacuum, so it won't go over the tape, right? So you can put oh, the okay. tape down on the floor anywhere you don't want it to go. So it's a barrier. Uh, yeah. So the first couple of days, I would put it down, and it kept getting stuck in a few spots. Like, this is a tight gap in between my joiner and my planer, and it kept getting stuck in there. So I just put tape down, so now it doesn't go there. Or it gets stuck on the base of my grinding wheel next to my lathe. So I just put a little tape around that. But now that I got all the areas cordoned off where it was getting stuck, I'll just pick up, like, the big pieces of wood on the floor when I leave and I turn it on when I leave, and then it'll just go while I'm gone. And I come back in the morning, and the floor is just perfectly clean. That is wow. wild. It's crazy. It works great. So That's right. pretty wild. Myth busted. Myth busted. I mean, it's... <laughs> I like it. And now, it's kind of nice. I know this is really dumb, but when I'm in there and it's on, I kind of feel like someone's in the shop with me. <laughs> Because yeah. oh <laughs> it's almost like having a pet. It's just kind of rolling around doing its thing. The one annoying thing I learned it? the hardware the other day, the hard way the other day is um it will ruin a video clip if it runs into your tripod while you're filming. And <laughs> knocks it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like right in the middle of doing something. I had my camera all set up on the tripod and it comes along and just starts it ran into the tripod and just started pushing it across the floor, which would have been a really cool like panning effect, but it was all like jerky and jumpy and <laughs> bouncing all over the place. So, but no, I haven't named him yet. Maybe I'll do a I'll do a poll on Instagram and let people vote for the best name or something. Well, my Good vote's idea. Mac. Mac, like mac and cheese. No, like Makita. Uh, oh, okay. Mickey. Mickey. Makita. Makiti. Sweeps. Sweeps. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, but I love that thing. I highly, I highly recommend it. And I even have like um, some of those like anti-fatigue mats on the floor in places. And it just pops yeah. right over them, cleans off the anti-fatigue oh, mat, goes wow. down. I it's mean, like an army jeep. And it's actually, I mean, I taped <laughs> off a few areas, but it's hard to get it stuck. Like, it'll back itself up and move around enough and then go a different direction, so. Yeah, but is it, it's like just completely random, though. Like, it'll make a well, zigzag you can, across your shop you and can then come set back. It. And, you can set it into basically, like, if it bumps into something, it's just going to turn in opposite direction and go. Or you can set it to a pattern where it will try and stay to the pattern of just going back and forth and advancing a little bit oh, on okay. each pass. So I have okay. it just completely random because my shop's not huge. And so it'll run for like <laughs> three plus hours with the batteries in there. So wow. 
just going random, I mean, it eventually gets everywhere. Now, does it have a dock like where it recharges itself? No, it's not like a Roomba. It'll just, when the batteries die, it just stops and beeps once and then turns off and they just have to recharge the batteries. Oh, you got to take the batteries off and put them in the charger or just plug the whole thing in? Um, You just take the, they're just like 18 volt drill batteries. They just clip on the side. Yeah. Oh, you just slide them in. Yeah, you just slide them on. And it only has to have one on there so you can just pull one off and charge it and then pop one in there. I don't know. It's kind of. It's cool. I like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I have something very similar, uh, but they it's pronounced uh, leaf blower. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's what I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that battery operated, actually. That's what I do. I just blow out my entire shop, open the garage door, and whew. Yeah. That's what I did yep. today. I opened both up and just let it rip. Yeah. But I'm I literally right haven't out. swept my floor since I got this thing. I don't need to. My floor is cleaner than when I sweep it. Well, you should eat off your floor in the next video then. I should. (laughs) You could eat off the floor. I would like to see that. It's so clean. (laughs) So The next step is just strapping my Bluetooth on it, and I'll be good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Or get it to bring you drinks. Oh, I'm totally going to build a little table on top of it with a cup holder. Put a table. (laughs) Yeah. We'd serve hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Every time it comes around, it's so random, like... you won't know if you're getting one today or not. Like, it might come by. Right. It might come by. It might but not. But that'll also cut down on my drinking. Like, I'm only allowed to drink when it comes by. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Genius. Yeah but, if it, yeah, but if it keeps running, you'll have it keep running into your leg so it backs up and keeps going forward and backs up and goes forward. So <laughs> the shot every time. You'll find your way around. I'll find my way around it. Oh, yeah. All right. Should oh, we wrap man. this uh, bad boy up? Head over here. to the after show. Yeah. That's right. And where can they find us on the after show? At patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast. See, Ooh. you got to stop acting like it's a surprise now. I've done it so well the last few episodes. It's true. It's still a surprise. It's still. It's, it is still a, a very, very big surprise, yeah, but whatever. I'm still impressed. Okay. Because I can't tell if that's a second drink you're on or you're only halfway through the first, which would be surprising. I'm only oh, halfway through the first. And um, I don't know if you saw my goals list that I post on Instagram, but I'm giving up beer for uh, no the beer. entire wow. year. Not only beer, but I'm giving up beer and any mixed drinks whatsoever. So no added sugar to anything. I'm l- allowing myself a glass of whiskey now and then. But okay. it's, it's mainly, it's not because I feel... How often is now and then? Eh, I don't know. It, the end of each morning and the evening (laughs) it's more (laughs) it's not about that i think i'm drinking too much it's that when i drink beer i just i feel like i'm putting on some pounds this year especially with covid i've just drank so much beer just lounging around the house i just want to lower the calories a little bit so getting rid of my scale has started saying one at a time yeah (laughs) it's the easiest way to do that i think because there's only i think in a two finger pour of whiskey there's 60 calories so that's not bad Oh, that's not oh, wow. bad at all. So Where, I'm only getting you know, about big, 340 you know. calories. <laughs> yeah, there's more calories in... This is something to think about. There's more calories in a banana than there is in a two-finger pour of whiskey. I'm never having Science. bananas again. Science. If you What's had to the choose, the effect on the liver wisely. of a banana? It's got to be bad. <laughs> I heard a rumor that <laughs> if, you eat, if you eat 30 <laughs> bananas, you'll get potassium poisoning and die. So... Wow. That's rough. Yeah. Bananas, they're off the list. Yep. Damn it. No bananas. Yeah. 
All right, fellas, let's right. head over to the after show, eh? Okay. Well, I a? just sounded Canadian. I don't know All what right, happened. Free healthcare. That beanie you're wearing, that toque you're wearing. And my toque. Yeah. Good yeah. morning, it's getting, guys. It's getting colder, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. All right. After show. Goodbye. We'll see ya. See ya.